मित्रे शत्रु तुअम तब पद्म स्वस्थे दुस्थे तो अभी तथंग तब हस्तपात मृत्युच्छाया तब दया तो अमृत मात मुंचंतु परमेशु दृष्टयस्ते ओम शांति 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 ओ मदर टू द फ्रेंड एंड एनिमी योर लोटस आईज आर इवन Ever your animating touch brings fruit to fortunate and unfortunate alike. The shade of death and immortality. Both these, O oh Mother, are your grace supreme. Mother supreme, O oh may your grace, gracious face, never be turned away from me, your child. Om peace 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 be unto us all Today we have our topic on the universal mother Last month also we talked about mother so it may overlap Last month was our Durga puja so we thought that to remember mother is good and this mother is all, this month is also dedicated to mother kali and we will have our worship here so so we are thinking about mother more the universal mother <coughs> we are familiar with our earthly mother our earthly mothers what a blessing for a child who is nurtured who is loved cared and supported as also protected by the earthly mother the child feels so much happy so much peaceful so much joyful it makes a great difference we find in building up our character if one really misses his or her own mother the love the care the protection when it is missing it it has a deep impact in the heart of the child so it is known also as a psychologist face these challenges this childhood days when they lost their mother or have nobody to take care of that motherly affectionate affectionately that has impacted their life very bitterly so we find this is individual life now we look at the cosmic way what is happening in the individual the same thing happens in the cosmic level in this cosmic creation everything in this universe it is coming out of the divine mother who is called the universal mother in sanskrit it called vishwa janani the mother of the vishwa the whole universe whole world world universe extending to that jagat janani in sanskrit sometimes it is called jagadamba jamba amba jagadamba we sing chorus songs and this mother divine mother the cosmic mother she is the repository of infinite love infinite compassion and protection that's why we worship mother in any form of mother we worship we'll find that there are this symbols of this protection care and all the help unconditional help as i said before also help not to whom who follows me it is help to those condition of the child not on his own condition we love everyone on our own condition if i wish and you do then i love you you start doing what i don't like little by little what will happen every day's experience of everyone's life so our love is 
on our own interest. But that is the distinction, mother's love. Mother's love is not for his own, her own, but for the sake of the child, child's interest. So this is the Divine Mother's special contribution here. The protection and holding the universe together. That is the way if we look at the cosmos, the whole universe is held in balance, in, in attraction, in togetherness. What are the characteristics of the Divine Mother? You know, there is a beautiful song and, uh, sung by a mother worshipper. She says that she is the Dukho Harini. She removes the sufferings of us. We have sufferings. Life is suffering. Who needs to tell that? And three types of suffering we are always undergoing. What is called adhatmic, what I create myself and which I get the return. Adhibhautik, I don't do it, but somebody fell upon me. Or you are driving someone, hits your car. It is not your fault, but suffering is there because of that. Adhibhautik. And there are also the suffering, suffering of Adhidoiva, natural calamity. In last few days in Santa Barbara, there is so much anxiety and trouble for the fire, 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 no? Earthquake, fire, tsunami, this, that, going on. This is nobody has planned that way. It is not human catastrophe that is created by human, but it is not, but still people fell into that and get this type of suffering. So, Divine Mother's definition is that she who can remove all these three types of afflictions and bring back the balance of peace and joy. So, she is the remover of all sufferings, these three types of suffering which we go through. And then she is the giver of wisdom and knowledge. Sukhada, Mokshada, Moksha liberation. She gives liberation. Ultimate, that is the highest. And Shukh, even temporary pleasure, whatever we get. It is, it is the grace of the Divine Mother. It comes through her grace. And she bestows Baroda, Baroda means borrow, the blessings or boons and also blessings. She supplies our food, Annada. She every day is nurturing. You are breathing in. Whose energy, whose power? It is Mother. That the devotees look upon the Divine Mother in these different aspects. Give her of wisdom, give her of knowledge, give her of the bestowing boons and blessings and the primordial power behind all activities, all our day-to-day -day living, our blinking of the eyes, our heartbeat, our feeling of joy, suffering, everything. It is the substratum of all that comes from the Divine Mother's presence, that is the Shakti. That's therefore this song prays that, O oh Mother, you are praised by the whole universe. O oh Devi, you are the remover of sufferings. You are remover of the all afflictions of life. You are worshipped by the Sura, Asura, Nara, Svabara, Pujita. You are worshipped by everyone. That's why you find the gods and demons, eh? Asura. Demons means? Maybe real demons with odd-looking face and eyes, ears, hands, ten hands, twenty hands. But also human, those who are body-bound, thinking of body all the time, they are called asuras. Because that when everything becomes body, so all selfishness, all types of individualized 
feeling comes at the cost of everyone and they become so unkind to others, not feeling for anyone's needs and necessities for its selfishness. So she is the Mother Divine who is worshipped by the gods, of course. Gods know the glory eh, of, of the Divine and Asura, those even they fall in trouble, Mother comes to destroy. What to destroy? Destroying the ego, the false identity, the false body-bound conception about that part and that is being destroyed. So that she does, that is in Mother's grace. And that's why they are also worshipped. And in the scriptures, it has been mentioned that she is the creator. Uh, she creates the whole universe. The sun, moon, stars, galaxies, to the, this little plant uh, life, the amoebic life, whatever we find in this whole cosmos, she is the creator or creatrix of the whole universe. She is the giver of boon and blessings, happiness and pleasure, and even food, physical food, uh, mental food, intellectual food, spiritual food. Mother supplies everything. It comes through different faces only. But who is the supplier? It is the Divine Mother. And the poet is saying that I have heard, O oh Mother, that you are the primordial power and I know that you are the source of everything. Therefore, O oh Mother, I call upon you and show me your divine grace upon me. We found that another beautiful song has been written by Chandikananda, Swami Chandikananda. He was Holy Mother's disciple. And he composed many beautiful songs and they're very inspiring and giving force and power uh, to the disheartened children who are we like in different circumstances when you get really lost uh, and uh, he sings there that you know look at that we are the children of mother divine are we ordinary let the death come we will conquer death do you know who is your mother if by whose will the moon the sun the stars the galaxies they are all rotating in their orbit and there is no rest in them. So that is the power by whose will the whole external cosmic world is controlled. She is my mother. Therefore, let there be danger and difficulties in my path. I can always conquer them by the power of the mother. And you know we are so powerful if we can roar in the mother's name then the, even the ocean can be dried and the mountains will roll down and be pulverized into nothing. So for, for us where is the heaven? Where is the hell? We don't care for that because we know this is a play. Mother is playing with us and when the play will be over then mother will take us in her loved lab and we will be in perfect peace forever. So now this is a beautiful idea given. Though it is composed for uh, indicating Divine Mother Sarada Devi, but it is the embodied form of the Divine Mother. Divine Mother is cosmic mother everywhere. Her presence, her grace, her love manifested as also her anger and frustration. Because it is the same power acting behind the whole cosmos. Eh, through the one level it manifests as pure love and affection and joy and blessings. In another way it manifests as uh, frustration, arrogance, ego or total uh, pain and suffering. But you know this embodied mother is the mother whom we worship normally uh, in, the, in the form of, say, Mother Sharada, whom we worship. Uh, that Swami Premeshananda song I referred the other day, what she says, that she is the mother. Mother, who is that mother? 
she is not composed of the physical body of flesh and bone. She is composed of as if love personified. What is the love? If you collect all the love from the hearts of every created being, everyone has love inside. If you could have some instrument to collect the love and put it in one jar and then boil it and, and boil and boil it, thicken, thicken, thicken. Eh? That love thickens. Just imagine what a concept. When the love thickens and takes a form and shape, then suppose that form is the mother Sarada. Therefore we find in mother's life that all the qualities we are talking about Oh, manifested in some time or other. It's very surprising to see that how that same divine power can come down in a human form in that limited shape and size and bestowing boon and blessings and helping everyone in whatever state of mind physically, mentally, intellectually, spiritually even spirituality is nothing. Some devotees went to Holy Mother and um, he complained that I want to meditate. Mother said, why do you meditate? You have come here. Eat, go, sing, dance and stay. Who will say like that? <laughs> Every guru will say, hey, do your meditation, do your prayer, eh, practice. Otherwise you will not attain anything. But here is the mother as a guru, as also divine mother. She said, no, no, no. Hey, just you come and stay here and enjoy your life here. So this is the divine power of spiritualizing the life. So here we find in the, in the cosmic level, universal mother in a form. But we can think of cosmic mother in the formless aspect. Therefore we find, if we look at the sun, moon, planets, stars, galaxies, this visible universe, this is how it is held in bond, in a in a bond of gravity. Why it is not going away, splitting away? What power? What force? We call in scientific language gravitational pull. But what keeps this whole universe in order, in perfect rotation? The sun is again going on the same way. Eh? The earth is rotating the same way. Planets are going around and around. So the cosmic thing. That, that is the tie of love which is holding together. Of course, sometimes disintegration also happening. That's also a force, it's a power. So mother works in the cosmic level, in the macrocosm, in this matter. And if we go to the microcosm, if we go, we go to the molecule, to atom, to subatomic particle, uh, to wherever we go. There you find that same regulation, same rules holding on, all are integrated together. Unseen force. Who is that force? Who is that mighty force? When it is all kept in order, everything seems very static. Any disruption happens anywhere. See, it explodes like atomic power, which is called ato atomic power, atomic explosion. It is what? The same orbit, it is rotating in its own way, dislodge or disrupt anything. That's also power. So the Buddha power, it is in the microcosm as also in the macrocosm. This cosmic love is holding everything in position. When there is any disorder, that is called destruction. And that is also the force. That's also the mother's love. You know, to understand that is really difficult. So gravitational force of love and any disruption, the tremendous destruction comes. This love is holding the creation. And again, destruction is also happening by cosmic force for the good, for the good of everything. It is the centripetal force and the centrifugal force. So that constant thing is going on to keep the whole world and its creation in perfect integration and unity. That unity is love. And that is done by what force? If you say Brahman, Brahman has nothing to do with it. There is no creation, there is no name, there is no form, there is no appearance, there is no happiness, there is no misery, there is no birth, there is no death. We cannot talk about that. 
But when we come to the relative level of our existence, in which we eat, sleep, we cry, weep, we, we, we feel pleasure and pain, that is all within the realm of the cosmic universal mother. And also we find that this creation is so huge, you cannot imagine, whichever direction you go. You go into the grossest level and go to the subtlest level. Everywhere it is infinite and infinite and infinite. And that gigantic force uh, is, is working in such a way we feel odd to even hear. The whole galaxy is going into black hole. What is that? Where it is going? Where it is coming from? What is the energy? And how, who is doing all this? You are, must have to accept if there is anything going on, there must be somebody who is actually holding the switch or key. Huh? You may say, we don't see that person. But nowadays drones are there. You don't see anybody in the drone. But drone is doing their work. But somebody is controlling from some point. We have to accept that. So whatever maybe the whole cosmos we see, that everyone is functioning in its own way. Huh? But no one dares to break that rule. This whole creation goes in that order. So it is mother's order. And the mystics then come, how they see this cosmic power. We can see this cosmic power as an energy. Our Upanishad talks about prana. Swami Vivekananda talked about in the Raja Yoga much, much of the prana. Prana is the vital energy, the energy. Yes, science has come to understand it is the prana, it is the energy. And that energy in the micro and macro is the same. That's okay. But the mystics, the spiritual people, they have gone one step down or deeper into it. They go see behind the prana, which is, can be measured by machines and things a little bit, but where you cannot measure, but that power. So the mystics, they worship this power as shakti and they, walk, they call it as divine mother. And tremendous force that holds and destroys the whole universe or everything. We can view this universe from this scientific, apparent scientific physical way. It is in, from the, in the language of chemistry or through the biology or in some physics. But this, this in the mystical language, we'll call it as the Divine Mother, the love force, the same principle of love, of folding at the same point and destruction and disintegration of the universe. This param, uh, this prana or this energy that is called as the devotees with love. It is called Shakti or the Divine Mother. This Shakti is not the physical powers of matter. Behind the gross physical objects we find that there is subtle prana. And behind this subtle is the causal force which we call Shakti. Behind that Shakti is that which is indescribable we call Brahman. Now materialistic view is egocentric view of body-mind complex. When we identify in that level, we see this world as we are seeing. And we can, we don't need God there. Some people don't find God trying to find the explanation from the objective universe itself. But it is unbelievable to watch and observe this universe and see this unity and not finding somebody who is controlling that power. So spiritual outlook is all this idea, it is all mother's play. Play of one cosmic and universal divine. In the Keno Upanishad, we all read again that its first question came here, this way. Kena ishitam preshitam patati manaha Kena prana pratama praiti yukta Kene shitam bacham imam badanti Chakshu sotra kau debo junakti The very first question came Kena by whom? Who is behind? Ishitam, who desires? And desired by whom my mind is helplessly falling on the objects of the senses. 
Who is that question? It's a very grand question, uh, eternal question, which has created many saints and sages to explore this point. That kena prana, prathama praiti yukta. What is that? Who is behind this prana, this energy of breathing and existence? What is that behind that? Kena ishitam, desired by whom? Bacham imam badanti, my speech. This speech I am expressing myself. What is that power behind? Chakshu srotram kaudevo junakti. Who is coordinating these eyes, the ears and their perceptions? That was the very fundamental question. And there we find that reply, next verse says, Oh, no, no, no. What is that power we cannot define? I cannot name you, but I can say is the year of the year. This is the year. This is not the real year. There is something real. That means we don't understand anything. If you say eye of the eye, what is the eye? This is the eye. No, no, no. This is not the eye. There is some real eye behind. So, sutra sutram. You see, the object of hearing, yet this year, it is a real year behind this year. Manashu, Manujat. It's the mind, this mind, which is assessing the whole universe, it is useless, nonsense. It has no power of its own. But it just is jumping on the source of power which it does not recognize. But it is the real mind behind the mind. Manashu, Manujat. Bacho bacham speech. It is the real speech behind. So prana prana. This this life force is the real life force behind that. Chakshusas chakshu is the eye of the eye. Utimucha dhira when they can cross this apparent eyes, ears, this, that, and go behind that, then they become dhira. They become people of wisdom, person of wisdom. And pratyasmat loka dhamrita bhavanti. Then they become immortal, knowing this truth, knowing this reality. Here it is indicated, of course, it is Brahman is indicated, which is transcendental reality, but there is a marginal point. Brahman merging into that, there is a line of demarcation where creation starts. That we call mother. There is the absolute and the relative. There is a junction point where Thakur is to stay. It's called the Bhava Mukha. Ramakrishna is to stay in that threshold. One side is absolutely infinite, going to Samadhi, and everything is gone from the relativity, and then just stepping this side in the realm of the mother. Everything is mother. All pulsating with the same force and power in good, in bad, in happiness, in, in misery, in, in joy, and in every aspect of life, it is the mother, 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 mother. So this is the threshold. And there we, in the Upanishad also we find, very beautifully described, that there was a once upon a time, Brahma Devi Bhubhijagge, there was one time, a beautiful man, a story of a fight, always it is going on, Deva Asura. Huh? God and demon. Every day we are here. It is here, it is here, it is here, it is everywhere. Deva and Ashura. The divine and the non-divine. That struggle. Who will win always? In your workplace you find some time. In your home front you find some time. In your friendship you find some time. In your love, affection, everywhere you find this, always this. Deva and Ashura. Fight going on. And everyone wants, of course, we all wish that all the good will win. Huh? But at too much price is for that. Anyhow, what can you do? That is the way it works. <laughs> but even then, that fight, ultimately, the devas, the good people, they conquered. The asuras, those who are demoniac nature, or who have body mound concept and then when the after this there is a celebration going on and in the in that celebration all the gods are sitting and they are 
head god. Head god is Indra. Indra is the boss of all the gods. He is like the prime minister or you can say a president. <laughs> and other gods are also sitting there. And they are all sitting and now say, hey, you know how we conquered, how we uh, trust the demons, do you know? And everyone is taking the pride. I did it, no? I am the god of fire. Ooh, I did it. I burnt everything. And that way all the demons were killed. And the wind said, no, you know, I have created such a storm that everyone was just dashed into the ground and they died like that. So everyone is taking the pride. And suddenly in this big conference when it is going on, there appeared one, some, some, something which is neither human, neither divine. They, they are gods, they can understand godly bodies, but they, they don't look like the godly bodies, neither it looks like a human body. So they could not recognize, that's why they, they give the name Jaksha. So there appeared the Anman Jaksha. So, and that Jaksha appeared, then naturally the discussion was di digressed a little bit. And the God say, okay, you God of fire, hmm, why don't you go and check who is this guy? We can't understand uh, what is his power even, who is that? Appearing in the um, conference place of the gods there. And then... Indra, the god of fire, went with all pride. Okay, I'm going. Because ego is full. I did it. And not the power behind, but I did it. As we do all the time, no? And he went there. And when he went and found that, that the Jaksha said, instead of he asking the Jaksha, Jaksha asked this god of fire, Who are you, sir? <laughs> he said, What? You don't know me? I'm the god of fire. Who oh, is it? What's your power? Hey, what fool. They don't know even the power of the fire, no? And then he said, What is your power? I can burn everything if I like in one stroke. Oh, is it so? Okay, here is a grass, piece of grass. Would you burn it? He said, What fool? He's telling me to burn a piece of grass. And then he started and put his whole energy and more energy, more energy and exhausted. And he failed to burn that grass, piece of blade of grass. And he became bent down and came back to the assembly house. And then they said, wow, I do not, no, sasakabaddhum. I could not recognize who is this Jaksha. Then naturally another god came, then a wind god and this and that. Everyone one by one came and they tried and failed. And then when it is failed, then everyone requested, Sir, we are failing. So you are the god of gods, Indra. So you go now. So he went. At least for others this Jaksha started talking to the gods, who are you, what is your power, what is your name, etc. And when he went, disappeared. And then, because Indra has little more intelligence and <laughs> wisdom, uh, let it, otherwise how will be the chief of the gods. <laughs> so anyhow, he understood it is not an ordinary matter. Huh? The Jaksha can disappear without telling me anything and allowing me to give any answer or question, then he started meditating there. And when he started meditating, because he was a little God ordinarily and also pure, so when they focus and then at that meditation, suddenly they found what? Found that one Divine Mother appearing. What is that? Beautiful verse. Satasminneva akashe in that mental space where he was meditating, he found striyam ajagama, one divine motherly form just appeared. And what is her description? Bahu shobhamanam umam. Bahu That means she is so beautiful, so bright, and with full of ornaments and beautifully decked with 
gems and things. So, Bohu Shubhamanang Umam Uma. That's the first time we get the name of Uma in the Vedic uh, literature. Umam Huimavating, who lives in, uh, in the Himalayas, Hemavat. So, that mother appeared and she said, My child, what, what do you want? You are praying and you are meditating, what do you want? Then, mother said, I, the, the Indra says, Ma, could you tell who is this guy who has just appeared and disappeared? Then mother said, you don't know my child? He is the Brahman. That is the Brahman you could not recognize. And he is the source of all knowledge, wisdom, power, strength and everything. So this is the... So to know that Brahman, you cannot know directly. You have to go through mother. That's why Swami Vivekananda uh, wrote a very beautiful poem. That he said, that uh, in that poem is uh, very favorite for me. And uh, you also have probably heard it many times. But still, I will read it out for you. It says that, that my play is done. What he is saying that, you see, giving a beautiful picture of our life through which we go. And we spend our days uselessly. Eh? And when we real cry comes from within, then how Mother's grace can help us. So he is saying that in life, ever rising, it is my, my play is done, that is the poem. Ever rising, ever falling with the waves of time, Still rolling, I go on from fleeting sin to sin ephemeral with life's currents, O ebb and flow. Oh, I am sick of this unending force. This shows the please no more. This ever running, never reaching, nor even a distant glimpse of show from life to life. I am waiting at the gates, alas, they open not. Deem are my eyes, with vain attempt to catch one ray, long shot. On little life's high, narrow bridge, I stand and see below the struggling, crying, laughing throng. For what? No one knew. In front yon gates, stand frowning dark and say, no further way, this is the limit. Tempt not fate, bear it at best you may. Alas, for me, I cannot rest. This floating bubble earth, its hollow form, its hollow name, its hollow death and birth, from me is nothing. How I long to get beyond the crust of name and form. Ah, open thy gates to me, they open must. Open the gates of light, O Mother, to me, thy tired son. I long, O long to return home, Mother, my play is done. Here, what Swami Vivekananda is showing us, it is all Mother, but we do see the Mother, we see the name and form, and we get stuck there. And this, where you get stuck in the name and form, and it's all actions, this is all having... Without mother, it is meaningless torture of life. And we are all going through that same agonies and pains. But never try to see what is behind. That's why he's praying, oh mother, please open that gate. Let me see what is there. Who is behind all these activities in the cosmic plane? You sent me in dark to play and over a frightful mask. Then hope departed. Terror came and play, my play became a task. Tossed to and fro, from wave to wave in the seething, surging sea of passions strong and sorrows deep, grief is and joy to be. And where life, this life, living death, alas, and death, who knows but it is another start, another round of this old wheel of grief and bliss. Where children's dream, bright golden dreams, too soon to find them to dust. So, take me, O oh mother, to that source where stripes forever cease, beyond all sorrows, beyond tears, beyond even earthly bliss, 
whose glory neither sun nor moon nor stars nor twinkle bright nor flash of lightning can express Devat reflect its light late there no more be delusive dreams veil off thy face from me my place down o mother break my chains and make me free what a powerful uh, powerful poem this gives us idea that what we are searching for we are searching for the mother to open the gate and mother is just playing by hiding by giving a veil and we are looking not mother we are looking not brahman even mother means manifestation the power of manifestation what the source which is giving the energy behind everything but we don't look at that we look at the outer crust of it and we cry and weep and die there so this is the kenopanishad's teaching is what then she is the mother of the universe she holds the key to liberation and freedom his she is the behind fire water air wind that we find in the indras and all the hosts of gods they are gods but their power is nothing they are tools tools think that they are powerful they the car if have the ego it could have said hey how i drove well eh? how i uh, speed up how i uh, didn't get a ticket but went away further <laughs> leading others so that is the ego but there is no ego that say it is safe but we have the ego and that ego who is the fire behind that if we look back this way we look this way that's why our eyes get stuck into the outer crust of behavior name form and human nature of emotions and things but turn this way it is mother so that in indicates that mother is the source she is the universal mother behind everything in this world so in the devi shukta i'll i'll read that devi shukta where you will find that in the rig veda as old as that in the i mean thousands of years past in the devi shukta it is called the bak was the devi the daughter of a sage the sage's name was amrin and his daughter's name was bak vak she realized brahman as one with her by by her own spirit spiritual practice and then after realizing that oneness she identified with the divine mother and what she said is very very powerful words has been expressed in eight such stanzas it is said that i move the roaring howling and radiant might i move the infinite and nature's powers i hold the love of the lord of lords i hold the fire of the soul i hold life and i hold healing i possess the sacred portions and well the power to create to nourish and give indeed i strengthen him with his sacrifice who sacrifices the mindful people the generous him who serves i am the queen gatherer of abundance and the wise knowing and wise always supreme in worship i am the divine powers and appointed by me all the divinities are all all places i have my homes i entered in many forms after creation through my powers the men of judgment may eat and whoever breathes or hears the spoken word unknowingly they all abide in me in truth i speak here o holy tradition i ahameva swayam idam badami i alone utter the words of truth the word that brings enjoyment to gods and men alike yang yang kamai tang tang ugram karani krinomi 
I, the man I love, to him do I give all powers. I make him a divine, Tang Brahmanam. I can, I make him a divine, a seer, a sage, Tam Rishim, Tang Sumedham. Kari karo, Ma Brahmagyani, what is the song is there? Sakuli Tumari Icha, there is a song. O Mother, everything is thy will. Sakuli Tumari Icha, Icha Moi Tara Tumi, Tumar Karma Tumi Karoma. Loke bale kuriyami, shakuli tumari icha. So that there he said, if I wish, I make someone a Brahmagyani. Kare dauma Brahmapadu, kare karu adhugami. You give Brahmagyana to someone whom you like. Of course, she is not whimsical. <laughs> there is a ground why she does that. Uh, so you, you, it is your grace only. Give someone the total liberation and wisdom of the highest. Karid karoma adhogami, and you make someone drown into the abyss of ignorance. It is your sakuli to maricha. So this is the in a very simple language, but in a Vedic language, the same idea. I make him a divine. Tang Brahmanam. Tam Rishim. Rishim means who sees the truth. Who can see, foresee, the, penetrate the name and form and see the reality behind this existence. And Tang Su Medham, whose Medha, spirit is high, that is the sage. I stress the bow of him who drives out evil. Ahang Rudrayo Dhonur Atanami. That means to kill some demon, you uh, say, throw some um, arrow, and that force, it is I supply that force. That means, you know, uh, mother is saying in such a way that you are nothing. And that's true. Uh, whatever we think we are doing, uh, in a second, it uh, go to hospital and the right side is fallen. And nothing to do. Your hand does not write, your speech gone, and everything. And we say, I, 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 I will do this. Easy, easy. So, so ignorant about that. That does not mean that we should not live and do things. But centered around mother, centered around the force, the prime, prime force. I create among men strife and contention. <laughs> I create strife and contention. I fill both earth and heavens with my presence. So there is no place. Earth and heaven, everywhere I prevail. In the beginning, I bring forth the Father. My source is in the waters, ocean deep. From where I move out towards every creature, and with my stature, I reach the sky above. I blow like the wind. It is I that maintain, and I that sustain all things in creation. Beyond the heavens, Paro Diva, and beyond this broad earth, para ena prithibhai, such is the magnitude that I have assumed. That means it's giving no space for anything else but the Divine Mother. And Sri Ramakrishna also said, it is nothing, the external universe is nothing but all Divine Mother. And only is manifested in so many ways. Our little uh, closeness of eyes huh, does not allow us to do that. There are beautiful songs, that's why has been sung, that in, in our Belur Mott they sing these songs. Oh Mother, Jagat Janani. That's why the earnest prayer is that. Jagat Janani, Amai Tara Gomatara. Jagat Ke Tarale, Amake Dubale. Ami ki jagato chara goma. Oh mother, am I, I don't belong to this, your world. You, have, you are giving freedom and liberation to everyone and not looking at me. Am I not your insignificant child? I am your child. Please help me. Please do that. That is the cry comes from the devotion. 
And if we understand, first of all, what we wanted to present in this entire one hour is that the, what is mother, what is the power of mother, where mother is, where mother is not. And then we understand that cosmic mother, you can worship in a cosmic way, to your every breath you can think it is the mother power, to your every movement of your hand you can think it is the power and energy coming from the mother, you can do that or you can feel it's a con that mother in a particular divine aspect thinking and praying like a humble child, mother I am helpless, please, please do that, you are holding all the powers and even Shankaracharya says that makshadwaro kapata patana kari kashi puradhisari bhikshang dehi kripa avalamana kari mata annapurneswari you know, he's a non-dual person but see the earnestness, see the urge oh mother huh? you are you are Annapurna. You are the giver of food. Not the physical food. Spiritual food. Intellectual food. Give me sustenance. That you are the giver of everything. You only can help me to break through the bonds of ignorance. That door which shuts me from the vision of you. Just help me get out of it. So Sankaracharya is praying. You go, Sri Ramakrishna's prayer. Mother, I am your child. I do not know what is this, what is that. Give me devotion, give me love. Huh? So anything happening, going to mother. See, that is the point. If one can do otherwise, this is also another way of uh, worshipping and getting liberation from bondage. So it is our prayer that if we can worship mother in this perspective, the universal mother, then probably our, our life will be more peaceful, joyful and we can make our life really blessed if we can really think in this way that it is everything is thy will, O Mother. Sakoli tomari icha. Ami jantro, tumi jantri. I am the machine. You are the machinist. Ami jantro, tumi jantri. Ami rot. I am the car. You are the driver. In behind my brain, behind my brain, behind my mind, behind my buddhi, behind going to the absolute. Absolute, there is nothing we cannot talk about. But last, you are standing there. You are guiding force behind my all. So please help me so that I don't get derailed. You know? in, 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 in a way, we lose our life and peace of joy. Thank you.